Four Midwest Guys presents... Here we go! I've got a mission for you. This should be good. Blend in, find out who's loyal to the good guys and who isn't. Star Wars Resistance Decoded. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Four Midwest Guys presents Star Wars Resistance Decoded. Today, we'll be reviewing Season One, Episode Two, The Triple Dark. Here with me to do that, as always, Mr. Brian Ankerbar. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? What's going on, B? Nothing much, man. Ready to get started on this episode? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, just a little forewar, uh, brother. My brother Aaron, he is. Uh, Decided he doesn't, uh, he's got the job, he's got a lot of other things going on. Uh, he will not be joining us on future editions or podcasts, at least uh, for now. Hopefully he'll be back sometime in the chair and the mic will always be open and uh, you will be missed, um, my brother. So with that in mind, uh, let's move on though real quick and get into the triple dark. Um, first thing I thought we'd talk about on this episode is uh, Kaz has this, uh, we find out he's got this trophy uh, it's like a racing trophy. It seems mm -hmm. it's made of some, they say, pure erodium. Erodium. Erodium, yep. which I guess is a rare mineral. Um, it's like gold, I guess. I mean, it is, of, the color is gold. Yeah, so uh, something very valuable. We find out multiple times throughout this episode that this is something that he could easily use to buy his way to a better life on the Colossus. Get a lot of credits. Could live high off the hog for months, as it were. Yeah, everybody, everybody seems like they want to, they want it. Like, it's not like a... But then everybody says not. They don't know say why. So right. it's not like it's like. Other than the erodium, that's all we hear. Right. So they don't right. tell us if it's like if the erodium is like a fuel source. Right. Or if it's, it's very if rare. It, or if it's just very rare and right. valuable. Right. Or is it just like oh that's pure erodium. Uh, hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I think it's interesting though that he's he puts his values. You know, this is sentimental to him. This was his first race. He won on his own, even though his dad didn't want him to. So we're hearing more about his the father-son relationship and that's his connection mm -hmm. i guess to his dad in his way and it's he considers it to be a luck charm as well um so it, it's going to be interesting to see if this continues to play out will he eventually come to the point where he has to use it will he have to sell it at some point or will it get stolen again or try to get stolen you know well, i mean stolen? yeah i mean later it gets crushed in this episode right so it does kind of lose some of its beauty but I've, as far as rare mineral it's still the same still the same so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see where they go with this and uh, how they tie it in, and if this is something like he another sacrifice he has to make on his way to be being the spy that he wants to be for the resistance, working for the resistance. Um, another thing I thought we'd talk about is, uh, you know, Jaeger kind of gives Kaz his first uh, mechanic job, and he does it though without any kind of training. Really, he just kind of throws him in there and says, "Get to work, kid." And yeah, Tam and uh, Nico will supervise. Um, good luck. No yeah. training whatsoever. Yeah, no, no training. There's no... Uh, I mean, I guess... But that's kind of part of his cover. Like, he's supposed to be a mechanic. Yeah. So he can't very well just go around and training him. Right. It'll throw everybody off. You're like, well, if, you, if, he, if he's so good at this, why are you training him? Mm -hmm. But it is kind of funny. Like, you would think that he'd be, he would be there to... Himself to be there to supervise. To be like, yeah. oh, don't worry about that. I, I'll get this this time. And then he'll do it for him and be like, okay, you watched how I did that. That's how it goes forward. But instead, he's just like, oh... There you go. There you go, kid. You're on your own. It just, it seems to me, uh, it, it's like he almost wants him to fail sometimes. Um, and maybe that he does. I don't know. Maybe he's using failure as, uh, you know, as the, the, the best best teacher. 
I don't know. Um, but that's a good point, though, that he can't really show him training him. But you'd think maybe Jaeger would be like, once you two take the day off, me and uh, the new kid will tackle this one so he can show him how to be a mechanic or something. Right. You know, yep. but we don't see any of that. So it's um, it's an interesting dynamic between him and uh, uh, and Jaeger, for sure. So let's see how that uh, that that uh, proceeds and how, uh, mm-hmm. how we go from there. Um, also, another thing um, I thought was interesting was the whole Niku pet story. We've seen this in the trailer. Uh, a little bit more flushed out. Um, so I guess he had a pet dog of some kind or some sort of alien pet. Right. So that the, the connection was his Kaz was talking about um, his trophy being lucky. Right. This is my this is my, my trophy. It's lucky. And he goes, oh, well, I had a dog. I had a dog. His name or I had a, I had a pet. His name was lucky. He died. I ate him. And, and then I had a severe case, case of, of... Well, no, that's yeah, too much. Yeah, that's too much information. Too much information. It was like, oh, okay. It was funny, but I found it disturbing that he ate his own animal. Yeah. <laughs> it was very strange. It was like, oh, okay. Oh, well, look, look. Lucky. I mean, I guess it kind of just reinforces the fact that he is an alien, alien creature. Different yeah. kind of philosophy on life, yeah. Kind of puts you... It takes, kind of like, oh, well, that's funny, but very disturbing. I, yeah. I, you know. um, <laughs> let's talk about... Uh, let's. Tam and uh, uh, Kaz for a second. So in this whole um, breakdown, this whole thing of him trying to fix, she's on his case constantly. She's watching him like a hawk really. She's noticing he doesn't really seem to know what he's doing. She's taking notes and I mean she goes, she's not really exactly, he, he gives her this big wild story that, you know, he's from a mechanic from Coruscant and then she kind of points out, well, uh, you mean you're from you're, you're from the Mechanics Academy then? And Kaz's like, oh, no, 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 I, I'm self-taught. Yeah, self-taught. Well, you have, you have to, she, he's the one that took the ship from her, essentially. He's like, wait a minute, why, what, what is, why is this guy so special? Right, exactly. She is constantly probing, picking at him. She wants to know what's going on. And so far, she doesn't see it. But on the flip side, as much as she, you think maybe she might turn on him and she might turn him in, I mean, there's a good possibility, a possibility. Down, the, down the road. There's a, definitely a possibility. Like, if things don't go the way she wants them to go, yeah. she could bring it. Even if she doesn't mean to, she could bring up the wrong person. Yeah, she could. You're absolutely right. So, But yet, on the flip side of the coin, you see her towards the end of the episode. She goes, oh, well, if you, you know, he says, I got it covered. Oh, well, since you got it covered, you want to turn it right to left, not left to right. So she's actually helping him right. a little bit. I, th- I think we're probably about six, six episodes in or so. You know, she'll it'll come up and she'll say she'll be covered. Yeah, she'll be like, I knew there, I knew that there was something else other than blah blah blah. blah. Yeah, you, I knew you weren't. Or she's gonna confront. She's like, Why are you here? What's your yeah. mission? You know, it could be. It could come down to that, but I, it'll be interesting. I I think this would be a really good dynamic to see pay off down the road. Uh, again, these first couple episodes, really, I think, and I, we've had this conversation. These first ten episodes, it's gonna be a lot of building. You know, a lot of backstory and a lot slower of episodes. Even. Yeah, I mean, I realize it. I realize it needs to be just you know to set everything up because these are all new characters. But you know, for those of us who like stories and we're used to Rebels where it interacts and you're like, "Ooh, where's this leading?" and "Where's this leading?" Mm-hmm. We haven't seen any of that yet, and it's just like, "Oh, come on, please, please do something for you know." For those of those of us that like those intertwining stories, sure. show us something. Give us a, a hint or a preview of something else. And mm-hmm. instead, it's just kind of this baseline. 
it's there, but it's it's, you, it's like very, you said, like very, you said, very, like you said, yeah, like you yeah. like you said, it's this building, and you're like, yeah, yeah, and you're left to extrapolate on your own. Yep, you know, which is what we're doing. We're speculating, really. <laughs> when you get right down to it. Um, one other thing I noticed was on they so you get the it's payday everybody and uh, I know Sneaku said this he says we seem to have made a good haul this time so I wonder if if Poe isn't maybe actually paying Yeager is more than just a favor going on um, because to, I, I don't know because he said he's doing him a favor I don't think he'd pay for a favor I think but I do think that um, maybe they were able to handle an extra vehicle. Mm. While having the extra help, extra help, yeah, and I mean maybe that was why, and it was just an off thing. Like usually we only do one vehicle. This time we did two. Oh, there's more money this time. You know what I mean? Right. Could be something like that. I also like how he only gave Kaz the one, yeah. one bar, and everybody else got like five or six bars. Yeah. The bell based on the work he did. Yeah. <laughs> kind of bringing him uh, out of that. Uh, the cruise is over, sweetheart. Uh, mm -hmm. Welcome to the reality of the Colossus. Um, so yeah. Um, Kaz is also very eager to begin his uh, spy missions, um, but he doesn't really, again, he doesn't know how to do it. Um, and again, I thought maybe Jaeger might at least give him, point him in the right direction, be like, when it's just him, hey, you might want to go, this guy seems suspicious, or you might want to start here, you might want to start there. But he's, Jaeger's like, no, you need to establish yourself as a mechanic first. Let's get that first out of the way. And But mm -hmm. Kaz isn't patient enough for that. No, and it, it really reminds me, even though he's, like, older, it reminds me of, like, you know, when you were little and you're playing, like, Cowboys and Indians or whatever, and you're just playing make-believe. Mm. And that's kind of seems the way Kaz is with his spying. You know, we, we see the one scene where he's just, like, done, done, yeah, done, yeah, done, yeah, and it's like, done, ooh, okay, that's, <laughs> you know, he's just playing a spy. He's not actually, like, looking for stuff. Right, he's not. And he's, and, he's, and he's looking for stuff that's obvious, too. Like, he's walking around looking at people uh -huh. and trying to see if he hears anything. And it's like, it's not going to be that obvious. No, you want to sit at a bar. You want to keep an ear open. Might have a drink. You know, maybe that's where you start. That's what I was thinking anyway. But not that I know how to be a spy or anything. Because I don't. <gasps> not at all. <laughs> no, not me. Why is everybody looking at me? <laughs> um, I like, this was interesting how Kaz runs back into gravel. Gravel, who's our little blue alien, mm -hmm. and uh, I had a picture of him, and I forgot to put him in here. Um, but I, I thought it was interesting that it turns out he's kind of like a loan shark, maybe a small-time crime boss. It turns out, right? Like so. like like the guy who owns like your local gambling thing, where you're like, I'm going to take the Celtics by ten. And, yeah, you know, exactly. And you're like, okay. And then he, you're like, you know, where's he, my money? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm really tired of you dodging me, man. Yeah. Where's my money? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see, though, if that pays off for him, you know, because in, throughout the course of this episode, he ends up saving Gravel's life, essentially, with his lucky trophy of all things. So his most prized possession, he sacrifices, essentially. Which was lucky. Which was lucky. That's what he says. Yeah, and, uh, you know, it, it tarnishes his, his most valuable position. To, I just wonder if it'll end up maybe Gravel will end up with that whole life death thing which we see floating around in Star Wars off and on quite a bit. Right. I was curious I was curious how that was going to like if if he was just going to like downplay it and say yeah. You know, what it, it is what it is you still me money, but you know what I mean? Or if he was going to um or if he was going to, you know, say you're good. We're good. We're good. We're even now. Yeah, Something. you know, you saved my life or whatever. I don't know. No, he just runs off after he, yeah. after he saves his life anyway. Before that, though, he's like, this isn't over yet. He's like, are you kidding? We're about to be vaporized. They're, yeah. they're going to shoot us. Yeah. And he's like, so he's still wanting his money, but he doesn't say anything after he saves him. So I just wonder if there is going to be something 
something to it that makes them square. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe he continues to hunt him down because he wants that trophy so bad because it's made of this erodium. I don't know. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see if he remains, if he becomes friend or if he remains foe. I'm probably thinking more on the foe side. What do you think, Brian? Or do you think he might be one of those guys that'll give him information down the road? Yep, that's who I think. Oh, okay. I really, I, I think we we get a lot of in these beginning episodes. Uh, we got a lot of misdirection. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. That's for and, sure. And I think that's that's going to be one of the misdirections that we got was he seemed to be this bad guy, and then we're going to come to find out that he's actually here to help, or he'll help her out if need you know he'll help out need, need be, or you know one of those kind of yeah, things. Yeah, kind of give him information on the side. Yep. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Um, so despite his uh, his failures on his little spy trip, um, Kaz does kind of have an intuition. He does, you know, the the alien that shows up to get his ship fixed. He does realize that there's something shady about it. So is this evidence of what Poe was talking about in the first episode where he says, "I kind of have an eye for this thing." He's, and he has four like, cents. Like, well, I don't know about four cents, but he's like, kind of have an eye for this whole spy thing, and it seems like you have it kind of thing or resistance thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah i mean it, it did he did kind of pick it out and he was like he just kind of seemed like why was he in such a hurry well then he kind of climbs up on the ship and then overhears him on, the, on his little yeah. microphone you know right. talking to craig and he's like craig 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 yeah you know and then we find out what a triple dark is which is a storm and how pirates yeah. we find know. out what a triple what a, what a triple dark is and we also find out that craig is a pirate exactly and speaking of old craig in there um which i got a nice picture of uh, off of starwars.com we'll credit them um, was it so? Is it just me, or does first of all his name Craigan sound like a derivative of the Kraken? <laughs> um, and I would say yeah. Yeah, his whole name so only kind of has the look of the Kraken, but he also looks like um, to be Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. Right, which is a Disney movie. Disney movie, obviously. So you got the Disney connection. And that's actually what I thought when I saw it when I was watching the episode. I was like, Davy Jones. Like really, like. <laughs> okay, because he even has like the sawed-off uh, tentacles there. Yeah, a like bit. I was like, I was like, does, is one of them holding a key <laughs> to a heart in a box? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he does make kind of a cool pirate. Uh, I'll give him that. If you're gonna, if you're gonna rip off Pirates of the Caribbean, at least rip off yourself, right? Yeah, I mean, if he's a pirate, so why not? Um, yeah, so it, I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah, and uh, I really like the, uh, the the ships that they were flying. I couldn't find any pictures of them online, but. Um, like they had the modified uh, the Tie Fighter, Tie Fighters, and they had the the one I really loved was the modified Imperial shuttle. Mm-hmm. It looks like they just added X wings too, and it had extra weapons, extra engines, all kinds of crazy stuff. Really love the feel. What do you think? I know you like the ships, and yeah, I mean, I, like I enjoyed watching the ships. Um, wasn't too too keen on like like some of the some of the the sequences of them, but. Yeah. Um, the ships all look cool, and it was kind of neat to see how people, you know, they were pirates, so they've right. taken ships and they've, like you said, modified them, added extra things to them, and right. this and that. Like some of the some of the pirates themselves, mm-hmm. the one had a, I don't know if it was a stormtrooper or it it just like took a, the gear and like put horns on yeah, it. Yeah, it looked like he had like devil horns on a it, stormtrooper. Yeah, I mean, it, some of it was kind of OT stormtrooper. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was kind of they were kind of neat. Yeah, um, cool. and then one would look like uh, Bosk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did look a lot like Bosk. Same alien, uh, what are they called? Uh, not Rodians. Um, uh, I can't think of the name. Anyway. Um, no, I don't have that one, do I? We don't have that one. Otherwise, I would tell you. Um, but um, Trans... Transdotion? Is that right? I think that's right. I could I be wrong. I don't know. Uh, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Look it up. 
Uh, but yeah, I thought it was cool. And you can even see, like, even on um, uh, Kragen here, he's looks like he has an Imperial, like, uh, if you remember from Empire Strikes Back, you had uh, General Veers, and uh, how he was the, he led the attack when he was in Trandoshan. the... Trandoshan. Trandoshan, there it is. Uh, that was close. Um, but you can see, like, his helmet there is kind of like uh, what General Veers was wearing in the Adat Walker. <laughs> so, so yeah, there's a lot of borrowed stuff, a lot of things that are repurposed, just kind of thrown together, mashed together, kind of like what we would have done when we were kids with our our stuff in our play you know, our toy box. We right, we we bought all the clearance things and put them together, put them together, or mashed them together, made our own shit. <laughs> so I just I got a kick out of that. That was really, honestly, the pirates were the highlight of the, the episode for me. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, uh, one thing I did notice and. He hasn't been introduced in the series yet, but you have the uh, the ex Tie Fighter pilot. Um, it, I could have sworn he was the one who shot down the other one in the race in the the uh, the pilot episode. That he was <coughs> a modified Tie Fighter, and I, I could have sworn he was the one who shot that the other one down, or you know hit him with a fake laser or whatever. Right, right, the stunner, stunner. Mm -hmm. And but yet I did not see him in this whole defense. Of uh, the Colossus. He's, no, I did not either. And he's supposed to be one of the Aces, supposedly. Yeah. So, is it either it's either a lack in continuity on the part of you know of the the Resistance uh, writers, or it could be um, is it maybe that uh, it's done on purpose so that you know makes us wonder why wasn't he there? Was he you know was he working for the pirates? Is he working with the the First Order? You know, part of that and you know, maybe, you know, he faked a ship breaking down or something, but he wasn't part of the defense of the, the Colossus. Right, well, he also could have been, like, it could have been a, he doesn't want to know that he's there, so they didn't bring on a ship, because it's an obvious going to be a TIE fighter, Yeah. and they're going to recognize, so if, whoever it was yeah, could go back and say, there's a TIE fighter here, and so-and-so. Yeah. Um, or it could have been that the cameras didn't, just didn't film it. Like, he, maybe he was out there, and he was in the battle, but we didn't see him. We just didn't see him, and because maybe they were going through the scenes, they're like, okay, here's this, 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 and this, and this, and they're looking through everything. It's like, okay, we got everything. Yeah. And they missed the fact that his ship wasn't in there. It could be. I, I think it might be more along the lines of continuity. <laughs> Although it would be an interesting little small plot twist if they put that in there. And then we find out later that, you know, yeah, he re literally did fake being, you know, <coughs> out of commission or something for the, the battle. So it's just an interesting point, something to kind of take note of as we go forward in, uh, with the episodes. And then finally, at the end of the episode, we find out that, um, again, that uh, the First Orders in League, Cap Phasma, along with um, um, oh, the Red TIE Fighter pilot's name. I should have wrote it down. Eugene? <laughs> yeah. Andre, whatever. Uh, or at least we think his first name's Andre. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But anyway, that they are in league with the uh, the pirates, I guess, to terrorize the Colossus enough into the Colossus turning over, getting Commander Doza, who's the the admiral or commander of the entire base, right, to turn over control of the Colossus to the First Order for protection. I guess is what they're trying to get at, or to drive them well, away. Yeah, I think it's just to give them an, like a, a base point, um, like so that they can hide ships there or Refuel, just refuel. refueling center or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. See, I think it could be maybe this is that final piece of the puzzle before that re logistically maybe they need this 
for the attack on the New Republic that they're planning, you know, that this is where they're going to use it to fuel their ships before they launch into hyperspace against the New Republic. Mm, that could be. Kind of thing. So I, I, that's very much a possibility. So, and definitely something to keep uh, an eye on because, you know, it's starting to, we're starting to get the bigger plot, the bigger, the, even though they're way out in the middle of nowhere, they actually have a link to the yeah, like, like Yeah, like, like we're, we're starting to see a few pieces thrown in. Like we did get Poe, mm -hmm. but. Now we're actually, you know, we're seeing Phasma, and like you said, maybe this is the piece that they're looking for. Yeah. You know, to solidify their 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 foothold on whatever corner they need, corner of the galaxy, you know, that last piece of logistics, you know, whatever fuel, whatever it is that they they require. Yeah. So, all right. Well, that's our uh, review of uh, the Triple Dark. Uh, Brian, uh, what's your uh, final thoughts and uh, grade on the episode two, season one, episode two, Triple Dark? Uh, Triple Dark. I would give it. Maybe a C, C plus. C, C plus. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, like we were talking about off camera. I'm not into this series yet, and I really want to be. Mm -hmm. You're waiting for that hook. Yeah, yeah, like I'm waiting for it to like, oh, oh, okay, yeah, but it yeah. just hasn't happened yet. Yeah. But we'll see. Okay, that's fair. I I will continue with the B. I gave the the pilot a B. I'll give this one a, a solid B. If nothing else, for the pirates, uh, I really like the pirate ships. I love the pirate look. I love all the, the new stuff that they're introducing to us, uh, especially in this um, in this time period in Star Wars, because we know very little outside of the movies, you know, of what mm -hmm. what's going on in the galaxy as a whole. So any kind of new introduction, new stuff that that really excites me. Um, what I didn't care for in this, and, I, and we talked about this too, is how Kaz defeated the pirates. Um, oh yeah, that honestly is probably what kept me from giving it a B plus rating. Um, because he he uses the comm and he uses interference to jam their comm, which jams their navigation. Yeah, computers, so they can't talk to each other and they can't turn it off for some reason. And, and it shorts out their system, so they have to turn around because yeah. they're going to start picking us off one by one. Well, like, yeah, it was pretty hokey. Uh, they could have thought of something better, I think. But yeah, um, so yeah, that lowered it from a B plus for me because of the pirates and put it right back at the B. So, so, uh, but yeah, it's, it, it's going to take a while guys. If you're like Brian, it, trust me, like the first 10 episodes of rebels was kind of the same way. It took a while because everybody had to have their backstory episode or they had to, you know, like I remember Ezra teaming up with, uh, Zeb to get a Melu run for Hera, you know, and they end up stealing a TIE fighter and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's not the greatest of episodes, but it's one of those we're at the beginning and we need to tell the story and, right and exactly establish the character and uh but we'll get there i think we're gonna get there so patience uh may the force be with you <laughs> and all that stuff but before we go if uh you want to know where to find us uh all of our podcasts, everything, the best place to go is www.4midwestguys.com. Again, that's 4midwestguys.com. On there, you can follow, like, and subscribe. Uh, if you want to find us, uh, we got links to our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash the number 4midwestguys. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at 4midwestguys. You can follow us on uh, Instagram uh, at 4midwestguys. I am trying my best to put... Uh, since we switched over from Brian's account to the actual Four Midwest Guys account, I am trying to do more behind-the-scenes stuff. I'll continue to do that as best I can. Mm -hmm. and I'm sure Brian will help out, too, as we go. Um, and then, uh, Brian, where can they find you on uh, Twitter as well as uh, Stardust? Uh, at Angzone. At Angzone. Okay. Yep. 
cool. Uh, you can find me as well on Stardust and on Twitter at bwilly1977. Uh, always, we'd like some kind of feedback. We, we're desperate for feedback, guys. I ain't gonna lie to you. So please reach out to us, whether you like it, hate it, or whatever you think we need to improve on, or whatever you think that we don't need to improve on, that you really like and like to continue us to do. We'd like to hear back from you, one way or the other. So please, please reach out to us and uh, let us know how we're doing so that uh, we can only get better. All right. Uh, well, uh, Brian, as always, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. And this is B. Willie saying, as always, may the force be with you. <laughs>